Greetings, my excellent friend. Built to Built to Built to Media Podcast. The Built to Media Podcast. High five. With Gunnar Cummings and Blake Anderson. Powered by qualityfreightrate.com. Excellent. Wow. Brah. Big energy today. How's that new intro? It's not bad. Yeah. Got a little uh, funky music going on here. Yeah, we're not going to worry about it, though, because it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Big guest today. Huge. One of the biggest ever. So, starting off the show, you called me on the phone. You never asked me how honored I was to be on the Built to Media podcast. Well, that's why... I, I feel as know. though I wasn't treated like a guest. Well, it's kind of a weird deal, because like, you were kind of a guest, but, but kind I, of weren't. But I was on the phone. Well, you called me. I don't know what's going okay, on. Okay, we'll right get now. past that. It's all right. <laughs> I'll only hold a grudge on you for a while. Right. <laughs> so okay. here we are, episode 22. Uh, I did forget to mention Casey Green last week. He is also a teammate on the Jesse Glenn's Racing. Wow. Huge help. So, episode two squared. Two squared? 22. The double deuce. Deuces, boy. Speaking of that, you know who we should get on here? Michael Truscott. Yep. That, that's and, not the one you were thinking of? And Ben Hillman. Ben, oh, sorry. Truscott was in my brain because he's third quick at practice at Bristol. I saw that. But we're not doing the news. We nope. got a... Oh. What? I am pumped. <laughs> Get the little old Harry Hansen on here. Oh, yeah. It's going to be big. So to start it off, folks, thank you for welcoming back. Gunner didn't. Um <laughs> Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of sponsors. A lot of sponsors. We're going to fire it off right away for the people that help us out. Yes. We have, first off, kick-ass beef jerky. Liquid nitro energy drink. Mm, I'm a red guy. Green guy. Uh, Qualityfreightrate.com. Promo code built to. For what? What was it? 10% 10 off? 10% off. Uh, you can also go to the dukescore.com and find any of these amazing products that we just mentioned. Yes. Thunder Hill Speedway. Pretty great place. Big things happening. Yes. Uh, Scott King Designs. S-K-D. iRacing, yes. t-shirts, whatever you need. He's actually doing an actual car. Really? Yep. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> Jiggy Signs and Graphics. Local hometown hero. Yes. K1 Race Gear by Ryan Bowers. Shoes, gloves, customized suits. Boom. Like we mentioned, he will be doing the Jesse Glenn's uh, race suit. Finally got a proof on that. Pretty pumped. Ooh, I have not seen that. New one. New one, if you didn't catch it on the last episode. Tarvis Racing. Big supporter of the podcast. Uh, Owen, he is a... What's he moving up to? The Bach Junior Wing? I believe it's Junior Wing. He's moving up. Is this he moving year. up? I don't know if he's moving. You know, he races carts. He's racing carts at Thunder Hill. He raced at Rice Lake. Mama put a new frame together for him. Yep. Huge supporters of the podcast. Really appreciate you guys coming on board. Yes. Let's get to it. What uh, What do you think about this guest? Harry? Yes. <laughs> well, by the pre-call, before we are going to go into recording, <laughs> should be exciting. It should be. Man. 
He may or may not be throwing a couple uh, brewskis back right now. Well, the race is on. Who bothers the guy when the race is on? Exactly. I guess we do. Podcast. That's how big we are. <laughs> yep. Just because there's a race on doesn't mean we ain't going to call you. <laughs> That's kind of good right there. Should we try it some more? Or should um, we just freaking get to it? I'm waiting. Do you want me to call him? I think we should call him. I think we should probably just call him. Here we go. Hold on. Harry Hansen. Yep. Hold on. Let me uh, find his number. While Gunner is trying to flip through his phone to find Harry's number, we're I calling him. Say, okay, we're calling him. Ringing. Calling him on the landline. Hello. Harry Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> you are on yes, the Build Two Media podcast. Cool. <laughs> How does it feel, Harry? Oh Christ, I'm like a celebrity. I I don't even know how to. I'm actually sweating and shaking. And <laughs> you oh, nervous right now, Harry? Oh, no, not actually, because I've had ten gin tonics. <laughs> I'm not bad. <laughs> Perfect. Well, at least you'll be plenty relaxed for the questions we're going to throw at you. Oh, that's perfect, yeah. <laughs> We're going to uh, start it off with one of the best intros, I think, that we've had so far. So we really want you to cue in and listen while we play this, and then we'll get into it. All right. Sounds good. It's time for the Belt 2 Media Podcast special guest. The word legend comes to mind with this guy. He's been racing just shy of 50 years. Did they even have cars back then? From Proctor to Princeton, Grand Rapids to Cedar Lake. Just like the song, he's been everywhere and raced just about everything. Your feature winner, your legendary 100 champion. Victory Lane again, congratulations on the win. He wins so often that he had to build a second house just for all that hardware. It's one hell of a race car driver right here, I can tell you that, buddy. And now in 2021, he's going back to his roots in the late model division from Eveleth, Minnesota. The Bill 2 Media Podcast welcomes number seven harry hansen and it starts now what do you think about that harry holy christ that was pretty cool (laughs) i I don't think you guys realize how old i am i shouldn't get an introduction like that oh come (laughs) on now first time ever heading north with my sprint car the only reason i was there was to beat you yeah i remember that yeah you hit the tires and did a wheel actually (laughs) I've never seen a wheel stand that good oh. <laughs> with no front end on the car. Thank you. So that was pretty cool. And and the worst thing, I, and then I, later I, I understood that you were after me. So it's like, well, that's not very nice. <laughs> I wasn't after you, like mad or Yeah, anything. you wanted to beat me. I just wanted to get up there and smoke Harry. Well, yeah, you were taken yeah. down the house, so they called in recruits. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, uh, yeah, it, that was cool. That's, that's kind of when we first met and. And then when I, after I seen the video, it's like, he's a pretty good shit. I mean, he's all right. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you try too hard. I stepped on my dink and there I sat. Well, that happens every, you can't believe how much I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> Must have a big dink, huh? Well, yeah, but it's getting pretty flat. <laughs> well, <laughs> Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So, Harry, I don't know if you listened to any of our podcasts. I mean, I know we had to call you on the landline, so 
I assume you probably didn't look it up on your phone, but uh... <laughs> yeah, I look it up once in a while. You know, I'm you know I know I'm up in the tundra here, but I can still get signal once in a while. You know, I can listen to you guys. Well, they call me the Amish assassin. I don't know who's more Amish, if it's you or if it's me. <laughs> well, I can't grow a beard like you, so yeah, but you probably still drive a horse and a wagon. Like that's what I take to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. So how it works, we're going to, you know, obviously ask you some questions. But uh, to start everything off, I mean, 50 years is a lot of years to talk about. I mean, you're not quite there yet, but you're working on it. Uh, yeah, that's close, yeah. If you could uh, basically just how you got started and then uh, how it progressed through through the years. And, I mean, bring us up to current. Okay. I can handle that. Just let me know when. Go now. Or forever hold your peace. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess it, it all started with a 61 Ford Falcon. I, uh, I had it in my garage, and I was rebuilding it just to make a show car out of it. And I just got my license, and I used, I used my parents' car to go to a football game. And when I came back, we were, had a couple of toddies, which we weren't supposed to do it that age but i ended up uh putting the parents car into a skating shack at a hockey rink i jumped the curb and <laughs> went down a hill and towed the car out and uh had the car towed back to my house and my parents said you'll never drive again <laughs> so uh so my my uh my uh cousin was into racing so I brought the car out to his place, and I said, my Falcon, I said, hey, can we put a roll cage in this thing? And he said, well, I'll show you how to do it, but you're going to have to do it on your own. I said, all right. Well, I don't know how to weld or nothing. but So we threw a roll cage in there and went to Hibbing Raceway, and uh, I don't know. We weren't very good, <laughs> we weren't very good at all, but but I, ha- I had a hell of a picture. I had like 10 guys, and we had three coolers of beer, and on the way there, we used a tow bar, and I broke down on the highway, and so we ended up sitting in the ditch drinking beer out of the cooler and never did make it to the racetrack. But, uh, so once we did get started, I ended up, I smashed every night. And then the last night I rolled it over. So I said, well, maybe, I don't know if this is for me or not. I mean, this is kind of goofy, you know. But, so uh, my parents start. ended up moving us. My parents had moved us to Princeton, Minnesota my senior year. And, uh, so we bought a car from this, uh, Nelson guy that, uh, I can't remember what his first name was, but he owned a tire shop there. Matter of fact, his kid, his kid races modified, uh, Dustin, I think. Okay. Dustin Nelson. Yeah. Anyway, his kid raced, but so I bought a car from him and, and, uh, I was going to race it. And well, then the weirdest thing happened was. We had I graduated from Princeton, and, and uh, when I came home, for some reason, the door was locked, and my parents said, uh, "My parents said, good luck on your your future endeavors, and we'll see you later." So, Jeez, <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of a hard school of hard knocks, but so I called up my I called up my real dad, and and I said, uh, "Hey, dad, you got room for me at your place there?" <laughs> <laughs> So he came and picked me up, and and 
he was a my dad was a really good uh fanatic on racing you know so we bought an old sprint car oh and uh from princeton and then we ended up moving to california oh wow so we so we put it together out there and i i went to Ascard park and uh el cajon california and a few places, but I really sucked. I wasn't any good. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so somehow, like a year and a half later, we ended up moving. Well, one story I got is, I don't know if anybody remembers CAE racing out in California. It was a big sprint car shop back in the day. And uh, so I used to go there to try to buy parts for this sprint car. I didn't know what I was doing. And, uh, so every time I, I got to know the guy that owned the shop pretty good. So I kept walking in there and all of a sudden they started calling me, uh, Jim, Jim Colbert was the guy that owned the, the race shop, CAE. And, and so when I'd come in there, he'd say, Hey Jim, your kid's here. <laughs> yeah. I'd go in the back and he started letting me pick out things I needed and stuff. And he must've known that was just a schmo because he felt sorry for me, you know, but, uh, <laughs> So anyway, I got my car together and, and, uh, we got it running. We never made a show or nothing, you know, but I got to race at a couple of the big tracks out in California. And, well, then I, I, and I thought to myself, I told my dad, we got to get a new car or something or move back to Minnesota. Cause this thing ain't nothing compared to what we thought we were going to get into it. <laughs> so Jim Colbert, the owner of CAE told me, he says, and I would like say I'm, you know, 18 years old or whatever the hell. And he says, Harry, I'll tell you what, I, I'm building a rear engine sprint car. If you want to stay here, I'll give you the car to drive. You got to put a motor and stuff in it. And, and uh, I came back and told my dad. And my dad thought I was crazy. So, all right. So we moved back to Minnesota. <laughs> 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 but, I've, uh, I've never but, heard yeah, of then a we rear, started racing around here. Never heard yeah, of a was, rear it, engine sprint car before. Yep, that was the first one they ever built. It was uh I don't think it ever made it to the track or something, but it was one of them Jim Culbert deals, you know, but <laughs> So yeah, so we came back here and and I raced I went to Grand Forks a few times and and Glendon a few times and then I said, Jesus, this is it's just way too far for me to travel all the time. And I, and I really sucked at it. <laughs> so I thought I got to get, I got to drive something that I know how to drive. And <laughs> so we ended up getting the super stock and, and from then on, yeah, we ended up being on the dirt tracks of Northern Minnesota ever since. Huh? Dang. That's a hell of a story. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of beers in between. There, yeah, too. I bet. <laughs> Crepe, you had a lot of beer just to start off the first night. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> 61 Ford Falcon like, wrecked into a ice rink going racing. Yep, yep. We ended up, I, I think the car we bought from that Nelson guy was uh, like a 61 Dodge something, but it had a 413 wedge in it and everything, and it was a pretty cool car. But Jeez. Oh, Donnie Nelson, that was his name, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he kicked everybody's ass, and then I got the car, and it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> 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 like, you, you know how it is, you think, 
Yeah, you, you know how it is. You think that you buy the winner's car and you should be able to win too, but yeah, I didn't work like that. Right. <laughs> I know how you yeah. feel. That's how I started off in my sprint car. Well, I won USAC uh, points before. Should be able to win. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It's a rude awakening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not him driving it, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's a heck of a story, though. Even so, to bring in the rear engine sprint car, that's... So Harry, yeah, what yeah, uh, I, what year did you did you start all this? I mean, I guess what what was your first I, year that you went racing? My first year would have been uh, 1971, I think it was, okay. or 72, okay. something like that. I was I was it was my junior year in high school. Yeah, hmm. 72. So I uh, 72. I was junior. You guys probably weren't even. I'm sure you guys. What did you get born? Fucking 1995 or something like that. <laughs> well, Gunner's 96. Yeah. I'm 89, so I mean, I'm still in the oh, 80s, geez. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, I graduated in 73, so we're pretty close. <laughs> yeah, not even a thought yet on my end. <laughs> I don't mean to don't mean to make you feel old, Harry, but I think my dad was born in 71. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah, thanks. I, I feel a lot better now. <laughs> well, I raced against Gunner's grandfather, or, uh, grandfather, so and we're pretty close to the same age, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose. Probably pretty close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was a lot of fun to watch. I thought he was always good, and here I'm. <laughs> I'm almost as old as he is, for crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So going, what was that switch like? I mean, I never knew about the sprint car background. I feel like that's, yeah. you know, now everything now actually makes sense because now you kind of left. I watched a couple of videos, you know, leaving the late model, coming into the traditionals, but uh makes a lot more sense knowing you had that sprint car background. But what was that like? I mean, you said trying to have a car that you get a car that you could actually drive. Well, what made you pick a super stock? Well, I don't know. I, it's a kind of a long story, but I was going to have another guy build me a Camaro back then. And once we almost had it done, then he decided to charge me like a few times more than the car was worth. <laughs> so sure. I said, well, so I told my dad, my dad was a big supporter of my, of my racing. I mean, he, he didn't have a lot of money, but he always wanted me to race, you know, and, so anyway, a guy I worked with had this, uh, I forget what it was, a 71 Impala, uh, or Chevelle, a Chevelle sunroof, super style. I had a 396 big block in it, all that shit. And nice. So the guy, the guy gave my dad a deal, and so we have all, we ended up, my dad bought it for me, and so that's kind of how I got started, and I ran that for a couple of years, and I mean, we never won a race, we won a couple of semi-features, and stuff like that and so then after the second year i uh around here they used to have the late models were pretty big and they used to have invitationals well if you had a super stock it didn't matter if you had what tires you had or whatever you had in the car you could put a four barrel on it and run with the late models and it says all right so i a couple of invitational that's the shit i'll throw a carburetor on it and pay the entry fee and go have some fun well i made one of them and it's like, man, this is kind of cool, you know. So right. Maybe I need to get a late model. 
<laughs> so I think it was 19, I think 79 or 78, something like that. I ended up buying a late model. And, and it's kind of been history from there because I just, I struggle. I mean, I, I mean, you know, you talk, I mean, I'm not bragging or nothing, you know, but I'm one of them diehards where as long as we had food on the table and a house, you know, to live in and I had a job, everything else I had, I went into that race car. I mean, I did everything I could to race. Right. And, uh, ended up, I mean, I got not good, but not that bad racing. And so I ended up, I ended up actually starting to make some money racing and, uh, I ended up, I mean, the job I had, I ended up, I was a beer salesman and deliverer for 33 years. Oh, wow. And I, and that's how I, I raced late models on that kind of money. And I only made like 17 bucks an hour, but, uh, I got good enough where I actually, the racing started paying for itself. So I didn't have to take a lot of money in my pocket. And there was a few times I'd come to work and tell my boss, I got to get out of here. I got to go race. And, and uh, he'd laugh at me and say, you know, one of these days I'm going to fire you and you're going to have to make a race, uh, living racing. <laughs> and I tell him, well, actually, I make more money racing than I do working for you right now. <laughs> he'd get all pissed off. And, <laughs> and he said, well, maybe I should fire your ass right now. I said, he'd probably do me a favor, but but then I wouldn't have no drinking money left. So <laughs> yeah. Maybe I better work for you all the while. <laughs> so it kind of sounds like. You know, starting out, I feel like with everybody, there's a little bit of a, a learning curve or maybe some struggles here and there. But when do you feel like um, in the late model, you kind of hit stride where, you know, you were saying like things started to pay for themselves or whatever. When, like, was it a couple of years in or how did that kind of? Oh, no, it, it took me a while. I mean, I had ended up buying a car from Jeff Hinkemeyer that he was back in the day he won every every race there was you know sure so uh, i bought his car and he helped me out quite a bit i didn't i started winning heat races but i didn't really win a feature or nothing you know and it took me probably geez i don't know six seven years to win a feature race okay but when i finally won one then of course you get you know then you're really you're really into it then because then you think that yeah shit i can do this you know but but I, I was buying cars from, I bought a car from Ray Gus Jr. and, and down in Illinois and, and I brought that out and that one, that one got a little faster than the Sanger car I had bought. And then, uh, I guess we we're in Ashland for the Red Clay Classic one time and, and I was started on a pole and blew the motor up, you know, so I'm, so we're bummed out. Of course, you start drinking beer and everything and, and this guy shows up, his, his name is Jimmy Mars. I don't know if you guys know him. <laughs> Never met him. Never heard of him. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he shows up and he thinks to show up. So I'm, I've had quite a few beers in me, you know, because I've been watching this race for three days. <laughs> so I walk up to him and I say, Jimmy. And he and he remembers me because when he when he won his first race in Superior, I'm the first one that walked up and congratulated him, you know, from a lay model guy. Yeah. So he kind of liked me from then on, but so anyway, I say, Jimmy, uh, I heard you're selling some master builds or something like that. And he says, yeah, I got to order three. And he says, uh, uh, I'll put your name on a list. I said, all right, well, that's cool. So when I left, I said, ah, he ain't called me, you know, I'm an old schmo from Northern Minnesota. <laughs> this guy's never going to, he's never going to call me for a car. But <laughs> so about three months later, he actually calls up and he says, is Harry Hanson? I says, yeah. 
well, this is Jimmy Mars. You still want to order a car? I says, hell yeah. <laughs> well, lo and behold, he, we get a car from him, and, and me and him and Chris kind of hit her off. And ended up being pretty good friends together. And so from then on, then he started helping me, and, and I would tell him what I was doing. He'd tell me what he's doing, and and pretty soon we started we started. Oh, God. I don't know what happened. But uh, we lost him for a second. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Did I lose you? Yep. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Sorry about that. Oh, uh, that's What happened? A glacier fall on your house? (laughs) You know what? The batteries don't last long in the cold weather up here. <laughs> <laughs> Have to change your coveralls or what? Yeah, I, you know, I had to go run in the house and warm the phone up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're not down in the cities where you guys are where it's warm. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, still, we're still 10 below zero up here. <laughs> you got icicles <laughs> hanging off your handlebars, Harry? Well, yeah, it was kind of cool though because we use them for our drinks. We do, yeah. we don't use no ice in the wintertime. We just, <laughs> we just chip the ice off the roof. <laughs> oh, that's great! Oh, Christ! <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so we ended up being really good with friends with Jimmy Mars and Chris Mars and their family, and and uh, so I asked him when should I buy a new car. It was an old two by three Masterbuilt, and he says. Uh, just run it. The fourth year is going to be the best. So the first year wasn't bad. Second year, we started winning a lot. Third year, we started winning a lot. Then the fourth year, we're, lo and behold, we end up at the Wissota 100 down in Cedar Lake. And uh, we end up winning the Wissota 100 with this old chassis. And it's all welded up and cracked. And <laughs> He's like, Harry, he says, I love you to death. I'm so proud of you winning the race, but you need a new race car. Is all right. <laughs> but uh so yeah we've had quite a few chassis we were together with jimmy for probably 14 years and and uh then all of a sudden we just decided to try something else so we got a rocket car and, and then uh we did really good with that and we went up we actually got second in national points so the rocket gave us a, a new car and and uh we ran that and pretty soon all of a sudden one day pat capella He's a partner of mine now. He says, I'm going to buy you a new car. And I said, okay, I'm in. Comes up, he says, I bought you a capital car. He says, what the hell is a capital car? I never heard of a capital car before. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I actually <laughs> just learned that you were driving a capital and had to ask some questions. I, I just yeah, found out so, about capital cars. But he, we had gone through Pat Door, and I guess it's kind of weird because every car Pat Door had, I had the same car every year. <laughs> we we ended up being really good friends, and, but uh, so he said, Pat says I'll help you with the capital car. Don't worry. So we taken measurements off his car and brought it to the shop, and and uh, we set it all up and ended up being a pretty good car. And and then I just said in 2017, I said, Jesus, I, I just want to kind of cut back. I've been racing four nights a week, and I'm getting a little older now. And, and uh, this sprint car deal was around. I said, shit, maybe I'll buy one of them little things. I always want to get back in a sprint car. Yeah. 
so me and the wife uh, went out to Ohio and picked up a sprint car and brought it back and I took it apart and my partner Pat Capella he's he says I don't know this thing don't look that good we better buy a new one so he ends up buying a new chassis and so it's kind of history from there we ended up we ended up doing pretty good in the sprint cars I mean not that bad but no, uh, I'd say you did pretty good the first year. Did if, you, if you guys, if you young guys would lay off me a little bit, I could probably win a little bit more, you know, but oh, you got to crowd, you, you crowd me out of the way and, you know, don't, you know, see, <laughs> I even wanted to put a slow, slow moving sign in the back of my car so you guys would just give me a break, but uh, yeah, it didn't right. seem to work. Uh, you're talking about all one night, Harry. That was just your first night at Cedar. <laughs> all that no, went out the window was, last year. Yeah. Except I don't it, know. I, I had to follow. I had to follow you guys pretty often. It was kind of starting to piss me off quite a bit there. You know. <laughs> so we got a saying on the Built Two Media podcast that we never live scared. The only yeah. thing I've ever yeah. seen you be a little bit scared about was throwing a slider. Well, you know what happened was I've never, I've never really been good at that, and uh, even Cam Schaefer, we've been. You know, we got to be good friends with you guys and Shaper, and, and uh, he told me, he says, Harry, you got to learn how to do a slide job. You're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I know, you know, but I can't, I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway, one night we're in Cedar Lake and cars, Cam's leading and I'm behind him. And I says, we got the white flag and I was faster than Cam and he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, we got the white flag and I says, oh, okay, this is it. I'm going to throw this bastard a slider that you can't believe. <laughs> I pitched that I pitched that thing in the corner and I got halfway up the race I said, Oh my god, I'm gonna hit him so I slammed the brake. It's like God damn it, you know, so we pull in the pits and Cam looks at me and says, I told you you don't know how to do a slide job, do you? <laughs> and I said, well you're probably lucky I don't because I would have kicked your ass that night, but <laughs> but uh Cam. Yeah, other, yeah, that's the only thing I have a hard time doing now with it with these cars i just don't know how to do it it's really hard to rely on that cushion to catch you when you go in there wide open yeah i know you know it's like yeah i mean these cars are so much fun to me you know and stuff but then you know pat my partner he calls me well actually he was in the garage one day and it was on a sunday and and uh i don't remember rick nemi he just started in sprint cars 54. Nope. Well, anyway, he comes in the garage. He says, I'm buying a late model. He says, uh, you think you would drive it on Labor Day? And I says, well, shit, yeah, I'll drive that thing. And so <laughs> so Pat sees the, the gleam in my eye, and he feels bad. So he texts me Monday afternoon. He says, uh, you're now the proud owner of a new Rocket XR1 chassis. I says, what? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt so bad with that look in your face. You look like a lost puppy dog. And, so yeah, so we got a new rocket coming here in the next month, I guess. Oh, Harry's so going back to, to late models. Yeah, so we're gonna run all three cars, but I, you know, kind of probably not as much in the sprint cars as we were doing. Sure, but we're still gonna keep them and and uh, run some specials and just these these cars are so much fun. It it's a blast, but it's you know for us we're way up here. We're, you know, shit, we're so far away from Cedar Lake that it takes so much to get there on a Saturday night, you know. <laughs> yeah. It you is know, a drive. 
yeah, you know, if they paid a little bit more, it'd be all right. But, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? They can't, you can only pay so much, I guess. Right. But, that is uh, a long, that is a long ass haul. So, yeah, you know, I mean, the only thing is, uh, you know, I miss racing with, with you know, all you guys, but that's what we're running. We're going to race both cars, uh, all three cars this year, and then probably next year we'll just race the late model and the wing car. Because okay. the wing car is a blast. I don't understand why you don't run one. But. Oh, I used to, but I can't afford it. Oh. Ask Pat oh, if he wants cool. to buy a wing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Gunner on one. He was good. Jesus Christ. You, I mean, put a fucking wing on that car you got. Harry, I won Rookie <laughs> of the Year in 2008 for the IMCA 360s. Did you really? Yeah. So I got well, a, I got a few doing? laps in a 360. Trying to well, save why don't money. you put a wing on that thing? Fuck Amish, you know, I'm trying to sell bread and <laughs> got my wife out here sewing up a new pair of jeans for the neighbor, so it's tough. Well, if you ever build a new, why don't you just build us a new picnic table? I'll buy it from you and that'll buy a wing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good response. Harry, I think he's living scared. I think so, yeah. Oh, Gunner, tell him how it's done. Well, I've tried. Christ, Gunner comes out there one year and he whooped us all and he's a champion and then he quit. Must have had enough. <laughs> he said he wanted to go out on top. Yeah, right. Well, he did. Yeah, he, he whooped us all that last night in Menominee there. Jesus. Yeah. Didn't right. give anybody a chance. I didn't know it was 10 grand to win. You probably would have thrown a couple sliders for 10 grand to win, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah. I. I thought it was like an expedition race. Or what do we call that thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your mustache would have been tossing sliders that night. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Ten grand to win. Come on. But, uh... I, I tried to give you guys a chance, but Harry, you were playing. You were dancing with the wall, and then Rick, uh, his motor didn't feel too good. Yeah, so <laughs> Call the fire department on that Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah, if. I guess if I'd have known better, I would never follow his tracks. Cause I went right through his tracks and I went right through the oil and piled up against. I actually, I had a lot of balls that night because I hit the wall. I never lifted and it. It kind of went up on the top wall and came back down. I thought, well, shit, I can still win this thing. And I stood on the gas and it, it did a wheel stand. I said, well, that's not right. Said, There's something wrong with this car. And I said, well, then I, then once I, I slowed down, I was like, yeah, this ain't good. I got clay falling up in the air from some something dragging on the track. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but, uh, I, I literally just visualized that entire scene happening too. That was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then goddamn Gunner, he just blows by us and he wins the race. Yep. <laughs> Barely. And he, you know what the worst thing was? He doesn't even bring over a beer. Oh. Uh, you know, you think you think the guy's got a ten thousand dollar check. <laughs> <laughs> that he'd bring over at least one beer, you know, even a, even a, a beer and a water or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. you know. What's right. up with that, no, Gunner? Can you it. explain? Well, I think the yeah. the cooler ran out. I don't know. This was right after the race, though. I mean, you there was like ninety six people around your car. <laughs> I don't think I ever, I don't even know ninety six people. <laughs> yeah, and right. uh, yeah, hometown the hero and everything is like. Yeah, yeah, hometown hero. Yeah, I yeah. forgot that was Menominee. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Hometown <laughs> hero. He forgets all of his other friends. Oh yeah. Yeah, the only guy that came and talked to me was his grandpa again. You know, Jeez. Yeah, you know, I must uh, been an old guy to an old guy. You know, 
kind of probably, probably knew how I felt. So he said, hey, Harry, I've been through your shoes before, too. Yeah. <laughs> Brought over coffee. Don't worry about my you. grandson. He's Yeah, don't worry about my grandson. He's having fun over there drinking beer with all his friends, you know, with a $10,000 check. <laughs> but, uh, uh, too, bad, too bad it wasn't actually ten grand, though. Yeah, I already yeah, felt I know, that, yeah. But... It looked good, though. It looked good on the check, though. Right. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, I took my check and put another one in front of it. It was mine said three fifty. Now it says thirteen fifty. I felt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Gunner's got a matter of fact. I think Blake you almost got me that night. Oh God! Don't even bring it up. Yeah. Well, you were like crazy bouncing off the cushion. I hey, I was just getting it. I was coming, Harry. Yeah, I know you were getting a little crazy there, you know. So yeah. I thought. I was watching the video, and I thought, either he's going to wreck himself or, or he's going to win. And, well, of course, he didn't. Well, he didn't do either one. <laughs> I didn't do Sorry. either one. No. <laughs> once I again. thought I had a good line coming, but I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah once again. I, I, didn't, I guess I did at you least. You still I did a good job. Well, you did, too, freaking win. I was, I was just happy to be in Victor Lane with you at Menominee Speedway. So Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Right? Oh, that was well. You you whooped their ass in Cedar Lake that one night. Well, I I should have. I told you I was going to give you that left side Nerf bar too, wasn't I? You did. You said I'm going to win this thing and I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> it was a little well, tight coming yeah. down the front stretch. You know, you're kind of crowding <laughs> me a little bit, and I said that old oh, man, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go full send. So I went full. Yeah, send well, you know, and... I can't. I I couldn't see out of that one good eye. So otherwise, I'd have probably got you. <laughs> Oh, uh, that was pretty. I, that was pretty cool. That plays through my head. That was a good night. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Old Al Stetner down there. Of course, there. I, yeah, I, I, you know, I guess I don't know what understands. Like I was there when you won in Cedar, and you're all excited. And then the first night, Gunner wins in Cedar, and you know, I got to put up with all them people around me saying good job. You know, it's like, well, I know, but your kid won. I mean, it's like, you know, how <laughs> I feel right now. He's <laughs> he's got the trophy, and I'm just sitting here with a, some old hat. <laughs> like, don't these kids know how old i am that they, they need some respect out here what's the deal <laughs> you gonna play that card now harry well yeah i was gonna throw that card out there i thought maybe you guys would understand a little bit but... all right next time you're in staging i'll bring my handicap sign over so you can be the first one on the track <laughs> i've got i've got a sticker for the front of the car that automatically i automatically get the pole position because it's Handicap parking. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't that bad. Come on, you ain't hit 50 years yet. You got plenty of time left in you. Yeah, yeah. It's only my 49th year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of time. A lot so, of feature wins. Sure. So, uh, Harry, yeah. what do you enjoy driving more, the late model or the sprint car? Well, to tell you the truth, I, I like the wing car. Okay. The wing car is so unbelievable like you said you were in 360s and stuff but i guess there's nothing more enjoyable than when you can when you can finally have enough balls to hold that thing right to the floor and, and don't lift it's like that's the greatest feeling in the world I've, I've only got to do it a couple of times in my late model at some other tracks down south and stuff but uh yeah to get in that that wing spring car and just hold it to the balls and just hang on for dear life. <laughs> and then you get the checkered flag. It's like, Jesus, this is pretty cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, but 
I mean, I, I, I love all the, I love all three cars. I mean, I just, man, if I could just, if I could keep driving all three, it'd be all right. But, yeah. but, uh, Jesus, I'm getting old and I shouldn't <laughs> be doing this stuff all the time, you know? <laughs> but, uh, that, what, what would you that, say that, is, uh, uh, like the biggest difference between the wing car and then the non-wing? Oh, the non-wing is so squirrely. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I, I guess the people in the grandstands and, and the other spectators don't realize how hard it is to drive that non-wing car. I mean, it's, you know, you, I, I come on a late model and them things handle pretty nice. I mean, they're, you can drive one-handed, you know. Right. And then you get in the non-wing car and it's like, what the hell? The first time I got in it, I mean, I was, I can't believe I hung on to it. I was more sideways and turned around and <laughs> I was doing, I was doing some weird shit the first night out. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, the first night out, I won the heat race. Yeah. I had no idea how I did it. I mean, my wife and Pat, they looked at me and says, what the hell's wrong with you out there? You're all over the place. <laughs> well, you try to drive this goddamn thing. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I suppose it was a hell but, yeah, of a change have, once you put the wing on then. I suppose you felt right at home once that wing went on. Well, I got the wing on and I talked to, I had some pretty good help, you know, from Saldana's crew and, and stuff like that when I first got the car. And, and uh, so he had told me, one of his crew chiefs told me, well, Harry, I'll get the shocks for you and everything, which I did. And then he said, uh, you gotta, you gotta hold it wide open. Otherwise you're going to screw yourself. And if you lift with that wing on, you're going to, it's going to mess the car up. Well, I went for three nights, four nights and, and I, God damn it. I just can't, I can't get used to this thing. And so finally, I think it was the fifth night in Cedar Lake and, uh, I went out for hot laps and, you know, this is it. I'm going to hold this damn thing wide open. If I don't, that's it. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to quit. This is just stupid. So I went out there and I got in the corner and I'm, and I'm like, Oh, and I held it wide open. It's like, Holy shit. Is this fun? This is like, <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, and, and from then on, I just been hooked on that wing car. It's just, it's so much fun. I mean, gutter knows. I mean, yeah, God damn, it's, it's one of the funnest cars you'll probably ever drive. Yeah, I wish I could compare it to a wingless, but yeah, it's 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 no comparison to a non-wing car. It's just, I mean, the non-wing cars are fun too, but you got to, you know, you got to. There's probably more driving to a a non-wing car versus a a wing car, but you got to keep the uh, wing car so damn straight, you know, to stay fast. Yeah, and 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 it is true. If you get out of the gas, it them cars get so upset that. You don't know where the goddamn car is going to go. Right. Yeah, that's where you figure out how to trail brake and lightly let off the throttle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, our car, I mean, it was a triple X, but I got to the point where I never even had my, I never even put my foot on the brake. (laughs) I'd have my foot underneath the seat and I'd just hold it wide open and hope (laughs) like hell that nobody did something in front of me. (laughs) Just that one night I, I think that one night Gunner won, I ran right into the back of him and bent his bars and everything up. I just, because I, I couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah. This is too much fun. We got into lap traffic. I think we got into lap traffic or something and 
gunner had the lift, and I'm I'm like wide open, and I ain't, I'm not about to touch that brake, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, boom! And I drilled him, and it's like, holy shit! <laughs> I wonder if I got any front lead. My wing was all bent and everything, and poor gunner's bumper was pushed into his fuel tank. And uh, I'm well, sure they're ready to shoot me, but gunner's there's, there's there's <laughs> into the pit saying, "Fucking Harry." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm curious. That old bastard better get some glasses on. Jesus, what's wrong with it? <laughs> there's uh, there's definitely some lap cars that get a little squirrely in that class, oh, though. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, it's it's scary. I mean, it gets. But I mean, you know, we all start the same way. Yep, I mean, yep. what are you going to do? I mean, we're you know, not everybody you gotta goes start full some place. No, you know. But but it makes it interesting when you're behind the wheel and it's like, holy Christ, where's this guy going to go now? Or you, you try to split two of them and they both come down at you. It's like, uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> All right, Harry, I want to get into some of these stats that uh, buddy Todd Ellison helps us out, does a little research, stuff like that, and kind of sends us some info. So um, I'm just going to go right down the list, kind of go through them fast, and then maybe talk about them. Uh, Proctor okay. Speedway, second of on the all-time late model wins list with 43 wins. Uh, that was 98 to 2016. Um, and then you got fourth on the all-time feature wins in all classes with that 43 wins. Hibbing Raceway, your first on the late model all-time wins with 35. And same thing, second at Hibbing for all classes. Grand Rapids, second on the late model. Uh, all-time wins list for with 14 wins, 09 to 16, which puts you in 10th for all-time feature wins. And then uh, last year, I know one of the videos, not this last year, but 2017, your last year, on uh, I think it was Dirt, Dirt Race Central with Ben Brost. He interviewed you there, and you guys were having a pretty stellar year with that Capital Late model that you were talking about um, and also had KME come in on that day. So mm-hmm. um, I kind of just want to know, like, <laughs> just to have your name on the three local speedways that you ran all the time. I mean, you're, you're second, you're first, you're second. Of all times, up until 2016. So, what's it feel like? Has anybody ever read you them stats, or did you know them stats? No, I, I mean, we were talking about the other day, and people asked me what I've won and stuff. Is I, I've never ever kept track of nothing. Uh, the only time I, the only time I started keeping track is when I married my second wife, Vicky, and Great we got woman. married in two. Yeah, she's a great woman. Yes, she is. She's she's the one who keeps me going. I didn't, if I, I was going to quit a long time ago, but she keeps me going. <laughs> but uh, I think we got we got matter of fact we got married in two thousand five, so sixteen. So I started I started keeping track then, and we got like one hundred and twenty features together or something like that. Jeez. And uh, people come over and they say, "Yeah, you're kidding, right?" Well, no, I said. That's just in 16 years that her and her, her and I have won 120 features together. You know, there's been a lot of big races in there too. I mean, there was, you know, the Red Clay Classic and 
Cups over 1,000. And I mean, it was, uh, we just, I mean, I've won. The craziest thing, I've won some of the biggest races there ever is to win, but there's still like a couple that I haven't won that just pisses me <laughs> off that I haven't won them, you know? Right. Yep. You know, but, but, uh, like I say, when I, I guess when I won the Wasota 100, that kind of made my career. I thought, well, I can quit any time now because the Wasota 100 is kind of the biggest deal, biggest race you could ever win, you know? But, but I raced with, uh, I think three or four, probably four or five times of the world of outlaws. And, and like three of them, I got in the top 10 all three nights. So, Dang. And that's just with our, with soda motor. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess the most fun I have racing and I don't care. I mean, I care about the wins, but at the end of the night, I mean, when my wife and I can sit there and BS with guys like you and Gunner and, and all these, I mean, you know, I'm old, and but <laughs> when I get around you younger guys and stuff, you know, and I kick your ass once in a while, and, and you come up at the end of the races, it's like, that's the biggest joy I have in my life. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's just, I have so much fun doing that. I mean, and, and you know, yep. but, uh, yeah. you know, like down in Cedar Lake, I mean, I, you know, me and Pat Dorr are really good friends and everything, but. We got to be good friends with Chase D. Brock and, and uh, uh, Jossie yep. James and and his girlfriend or fiance. Man, it's so much fun. You just can't believe. I mean, every time I go to Cedar or any other racetrack, I mean, I you know, I mean, I don't run into people that are sixty six years old anymore because they're sitting at home in the recliners, you know. <laughs> Right. So I get to, I got to run into guys that are in their thirties and twenties and we have fun. I mean, it's, it's so much fun. You just can't believe that's why I wanted to quit in 2017, but I have so much fun going to the racetracks that, you know, I mean, it's not fun sitting in the stands. I sit in the stands at some of these big races to go watch it. And, and I think myself, God damn it. I can do the same thing. These guys are doing this is stupid. Why right. am I sitting there? You know, but it's still a good time. But, so uh, but to get on the track with to get on the track with you guys and just have fun it, it's so it's so great that yeah um so speaking of Cedar Lake and you know all the times you've traveled down this way um have you uh have you found any routes to maybe shave off a little time on your trip or when uh, I guess when do you guys leave or how long does it take it takes us about I guess about three and a half hours okay. But we, I don't know, we end up going through North Branch and we take that other way that comes into Osseo or whatever the hell it is. Yep. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's why I can't, I'm going to retire in July from my job, so I don't care how long it takes. Same boss? Yeah. Same boss that you've been giving no, shit I've, to I've, all I've, them years? Yeah. Well, I've only been working at this job for nine years. Okay. Uh, the place I used to work with, the beer truck, they, uh. They sold out and everything, so. But yeah, at fifty, geez, what the hell was I? Fifty-seven. I had to go out and find a new job. It's like holy shit. <laughs> there's not a there's not a lot of places to hire an old guy now, you know. <laughs> can but, you uh, uh, can you explain your job for I, the listeners? I work for an explosives company now. Oh, yeah. Why they trust me? I have I don't know why they trust me. I have no idea, but. <laughs> uh, 
but I actually run a, it's called a blend truck. It's a big uh, truck that you fill it up with uh, all the blasting powder and all the chemicals that make them things to make it explode. Okay. So I, I, I go to the mine and, and I, I, we fill all the holes up with the dynamite or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah, shit like that goes, it goes off. And the only time you have to worry is when you get a, when you get lightning. Oh. If there's a lightning in the area, then yeah, you got to get off the pattern because it'll blow up with the electrical spark. Jeez. So, so you can imagine how it feels when they call you and it's says lightning in the area, get out of here now. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> sitting in that truck that could blow up any minute, but they're not worried about me. They're worried about some fucking people around the, around the, the blast area. But. <laughs> not the so, guy yeah, in guess, the truck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about him. Just get him out of here. Get him a thousand feet away. He'll be all right. <laughs> Jeez. He's all right. <laughs> so I guess you could say you got a pretty damn exciting job then. Yeah. Oh, that was a good comeback. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can be pretty explosive sometimes. You got to watch out. Oh. <laughs> well, oh, you're good. Thanks. Wow. I'll be here all week. You must have been thinking about that all day. I actually was. Yeah, that's what I thought. Cause Did I, it show? It, it probably, yeah, it took a while to fuck. I know where you're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a hell of a career, Harry. I mean. Oh, you can't believe how much fun I've had. Oh, I, I, there's no way I can even fathom or say I, I, I feel you at all. Cause you know, just to have your name at Proctor Speedway with 43 wins is impressive in itself. And then to, yeah, I mean, yeah. I assume this is still current, but uh, second of all time, that's crazy. Yeah, I that's think, just I one think track. we've won like, I think we won like, uh, you know, 40 championships, something like that now. Hot Holy. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like we'll have to that's come up like there. With, that's like three or four in the wing in the uh, sprint cars too, so that's kind of cool. Jeez. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have won that. I would have won another one, but Gunner beat me out at Cedar Lake. <laughs> well, I, I think if you went to miss those shows, it would have been a different story. No, I don't make up no excuses. I'm not forgiving you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I, I like your dad and grandpa really well, but no, I'm not going to forgive you yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you pretty pumped I mean, to get that late model? Thing. With that? You said I said you pretty pumped to get in that late model. I mean, what's your actual feelings on that? Oh yeah, I can't. Jeez, I can't wait. And you know, Pat's telling me, well, we're gonna only race the sprint cars, you know, ten times, and we're and you better get in that late model. We're gonna race all the time we can. And I said, well, yeah, I plan on racing every. Once I retire in July, I'm gonna. Matter of fact, July 9th, I'm I'm retiring, and uh, shit, then I can go. Anytime we want to go, which is going to be kind of nice because instead of getting up Sunday morning and have to worry about going home, shit, I can I can keep drinking all night and hey. have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for the late model. I'm I'm just in one way I'm excited, and the other way I'm kind of sad because I really do love these spring cars. You know, if uh, I know, I I guess I know what the promoters are going through, but. We put on such a hell of a show down in Cedar Lake with these two classes and 
you know, any place we go with these sprint cars. I mean, it's close racing, and we always got 20 cars usually. And, and uh, you know, we should be, I mean, I know it's never going to happen, but we should be getting more money than we get paid. Right. And it's, it's not that, you know, that, I don't, I don't know. For the for the show that we put on, yeah, this should be one of the top paying classes, and it really should be. I mean, and I love late model, but but these sprint cars should be paying a lot more than than what we get paid. I mean, you and I and Gunner and everybody else that races these things. I mean, you put your, you know, you strap in that seat. You don't know what the hell is going to happen. Right. right. You know, I mean, we're not we're protected, but not like all these other classes. You know? I mean, when I took that dump in Princeton, I mean, that messed mm. me up for like six, seven weeks, you know, and a guy doesn't realize, you know, it's, that's, uh, these are tough things that we got to drive. And, and, but the show we put on is amazing. Oh, you're I'm talking about amazed. inches. I mean, I, I mean, it's open wheel inches and it's front and rear wheel inches, yeah. you know, it's not, yeah. it's not bouncing fenders off of fenders. I mean, I love the late models too, obviously, uh, modifieds, all of them, but it's, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I mean, I don't think, you know, for the money that we got into them, I'm not going to say that we need to get paid more than a late model or an A mod. No, no, but I mean, it should be, it should be close. I mean, just because, I mean, it's, we put on a hell of a show. I mean, I've, I mean, I've raced every class there is and, and, and when I go to the World of Outlaw show, I mean, I love the late models. I love the big block modifieds. I mean, shit, they're great. But you watch these sprint cars. Are, by the end of the night, they're bouncing the right rear tire off the walls. The fucking wings are, they're going so fast that they rip the fucking sideboards off for crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And the show that a sprint car can put on versus any other class is just crazy. Yep. And, and we, like I say, we only got two barrels and four barrel carburetors on well and there's you know and there's we, like a special it's almost a different feeling when the world of outlaw sprint cars come to like cedar lake you just you know the real deal's about to happen oh shit that's why well even this year now when we have the late model i told pat as well we're gonna we're taking the sprint cars to cedar lake with the world of outlaws because it's i mean just to be around them guys and be on the same track as they are right yeah it's fucking it's oops excuse me oh you're good it's crazy (laughs) yeah i mean it's just phenomenal i mean and it's really cool to be racing i mean that same prep yeah it's a whole different feeling when you roll out there or even like i think my favorite thing is is when we do motor heat on track and you're right next to mm -hmm. you know you're pace lapping right next to donnie shots or whoever oh yeah I get the coolest thing for me was was uh, what two years ago when we ran, raced with the Outlaws, and I I think I won one I think I won both shows I think I can't remember but probably yep uh, yep when, did. <laughs> when, when I won when I won the first show uh, like Baloo and and uh, Sammy Swindell they're kind of like parked by us they're walking up to my car looking at it and everything looking at the tires I'm like. Jesus Christ, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Looking yeah. at my car, yeah, go ahead. You know what I mean? It's, Take a look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me no questions. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Harry, yeah. talk a little bit about Pat KME and all that. Well, 
here's the deal with Pat. He came along, oh, I think it was 2010 or something like that. But could I've known Pat for, Jesus, 45 years. You know, I mean, he was partners with a couple other guys. And, and uh, I just hung around him. I mean, we had a good time together. We'd go to the bar together. You know, to, I mean, his driver would go home and he'd go with us to the corner bar in Hibbing and he'd drink beers and have a good time. And So anyway, once he, his partner quit racing and uh, so he started hanging around with me on my trailer and stuff. He didn't, I mean, he was into it, but he didn't want to bother me or something like that, you know, but he, he asked if it was okay to stand on my trailer and watch the races. Yeah, I should, you can do anything you want. Well, then he started this business. He retired from the mine and he started a new business and and he told me, he says, you know, Harry, if I ever do good, I'm going to help you out on this race car. <laughs> and I said, well, that's cool, you know, but I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, you know, I'm I'm almost 50 years old now. <laughs> you know, it's like, are you going to help me pretty soon? No, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> but anyway, in, 2000, in 2010, we're out here on South Dakota at the Lesota 100, and we crashed pretty bad. We kind of we kind of wrecked the car pretty good. And uh, he walks up to this guy named A.J. Demo, and, <laughs> and he comes back to the trailer, and he says, oh, I just bought you a new rocket chassis. Is really? Yeah, I know this, this AJ guy. He's, he sells them or something. He's okay. Well, I don't care. Well, so we go down to pick it up. And uh, he's supposed to help us out and everything, right? Well, I call him to for some help. And he says, I can't help you tomorrow. What do you mean you can't help me? I'm going to go partners with Jimmy Mars. Oh. <laughs> so we're like, oh, Pat's mad. I mean, you know, Pat, I don't know if you know you know Pat really well. Yeah. <laughs> Seen a couple he's got sides. a he's got a a one sixteenth inch fuse. <laughs> so when he when he gets pissed, it don't it, there's no filtration at all. It's like he lets you have it. Right. <laughs> so he's madder than hell, you know. But but anyway, make a long story short, he like he always said he'd help me out. Well, then he got we he bought a chassis for me, and then pretty soon the capital car come out and he bought the chassis and he bought a rear end he, and he bought the fuel tank and everything. And, uh, me and Vicky, uh, are still, you know, we're buying the parts, we're buying the motors and all that shit, but it's still, it helps out. I mean, it was, we're pretty much almost halved, you know? And, and I always ask him, as well, how much money you want? I mean, you want part of the payoff? He's no, no, I just, I just enjoy watching you race the car. So I don't want no money. And he didn't want his name on the car for a long time. <clears throat> well, then finally, when we got the the cap of car, he wanted his name on the car. He said, That's cool. And so then, uh, the last year I raced in 2017 with a late model. I mean, we had in 2016 we had one Labor Day shootout and everything. I mean, we had a, a G Dickens motor in the car that me and Dickie had bought, and. and uh, I kept telling him all the time, you know, boy, I'd love to have one of them pro powers in this car. I mean, I never had, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Jay Dickens motors, believe me. I mean, he, he makes a lot of power too, you know. Yeah. But I kept hearing about these pro power motors. So Pat tells me we're, we're in the middle of our 2007 or 2016 season. We're getting the end of the year. And Pat says, uh, you really want one of them pro powers? Ah, oh, fuck yeah. I'd, I'd love to have one, but I can't, 
we can't afford one, you know. Right. So he doesn't he doesn't say nothing. Pretty soon we our last night of the year in 2016 we're in uh, Ogilvy or Granite City, one of them places out there. And uh, he comes in a trailer. Well, uh, Sleeper's going to deliver our pro power today. I says, yeah, Ogilvy, yeah. And I says, what? He says, yeah, no, Sleeper's coming with a motor. And and Pat, he, he likes to BS once in a while, too, like we all do, you know. Yeah. So uh, I'm thinking, nah, you probably didn't. Yeah, you know. So he's no, I'm serious. I, I bought you a pro power. So we unload the car and we go for our lap to come back in. Here comes this this big van backs up to the trailer and <laughs> Pat looks at me and says, Your pro power is here. I says, What? <laughs> he lifts the door up, yeah, there's a brand new pro power and it's Damn. Jeez. And he yeah, and he looks at me and says, I told you I'd take care of you and it's like, Holy shit, that's That's awesome. I mean that was the coolest thing. I I mean, not only does he buy the car and stuff now he buys a pro power motor because he wants us he wanted me to do that good and he always promised me that he would take care of me you know <laughs> so a lot of success so, came through pat as well then yes yes i mean i mean especially these last you know because you know the last last eight ten years i mean the purses aren't nothing anymore compared to what it costs you to have a car right so i mean for her for for my wife vicky and myself to to keep going shit i couldn't i we couldn't come up with money like that you know and, right and uh so then in 2017 i i finally told my job oh, pat i think i think i better retire i said i'm i'm getting old and you know i'm we're racing four nights a week and i'm still working and and i said shit i can't i, I don't think i can do this anymore i want to I think I'm going to buy one of them sprint cars and go with this UMSS deal and just, just run Saturday nights and have fun. And he says, well, whatever you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> kind of pissed off, you know. And so uh, I'm like, so I like say, me and Vicky go out to Ohio and pick up this car. And that's why I come back and he says, uh, looks at the car and he says, ah, this is junk. I said, what do you mean it's junk? You don't even know what a sprint car is. So I'm going to buy you a new chassis. I, said, I thought you were, I thought we were done. No, <laughs> no, I, I'm, so, you know, all Pat is, I mean, I don't know if you know him that good, but he wants, he wants the best of everything for me. And so I ended up with a new triple X. So then I told him we should buy a wing car, you know, put a wing on one of these cars. And when they come up with the wing class, you know, yeah. <laughs> He's okay, and pretty soon he calls me up. He says, hey, I bought you a Christmas present. I said, oh, yeah, what'd you buy now? Well, I bought you a new wing car. I said, you've got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> oh, no, I got a new wing car. We had to have two cars. We're not putting no wing on this car and that car. Jesus. Holy shit. All right. <laughs> Pat really, uh, Pat really <laughs> excelled your retirement, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he actually, I mean, he takes he takes really good care of me. I mean, he always says when he leaves the garage, he says, I you know, I've had three ex-wives and nine kids. And now I got to inherit two more goddamn kids. It just pisses me off sometimes. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, slightly older son, but hey, I can do it for you. Yeah, me. yeah, that's what he says. I mean, I'm only two years younger than he is, so he's like, uh, it's like brother. I got to take care of you two. Yeah. So basically, he yeah, treats we you get, like I a mean, brother. Yeah, I mean, he's 
he's been so good to us that you just you just can't believe. And it's like say we, you know, the end of the last year, I says uh, I had you know that triple uh, X I had that I flipped in Princeton. I said well, that that thing's probably wore out by now. I mean, I've hit the wall a couple of times and flipped it now. And so he says, "All right, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna order a DRC." Oh. I didn't know what the hell a DRC is. <laughs> Never heard of it. You know. He says, well, I ordered you one. I ordered Cam Schaefer one. I said, really? What the hell did you get Cam Schaefer one for? Because he's the one who told me to order. And he said, you have to order. <laughs> if you order one for Harry, you got to get one for me. So oh, he's, jeepers. He's, he's good-hearted. So he <laughs> orders the both of another DRC. And like, what? <laughs> so to sum all this up, uh, when Pat's business went good, Pat's business went extremely good. Yes, very good. <laughs> and here's here's how good this guy is. Now he's 60, 67. He's going to be sixty eight, I think, in October. He works by himself. Damn. But he works he works twenty four seven. He don't like when we had the late mall. We raced in Hibbing and Proctor and stuff like that. He, as soon as the feature was done and he knew we were okay, he'd hit the road and he'd go back home and he'd start working on whatever he's got to do. Jeez. But he's uh, he works on heavy equipment and he's probably one of the smartest guys you'll ever meet in your life. I mean, he's he's good. He's an ornery son of a bitch, but he's good. <laughs> oh, that's why he, <laughs> probably why he works by himself, huh? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I. I told him, I said, you lip off to me when I retire because I got to go over there and work on a late model. I said, me and you are done. <laughs> <laughs> well, you give Pat a hello yeah. for us because I think I heard him laughing in the background. Yeah, he is, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's awesome. I mean, i say, if, honest to God, if it wasn't for him now, we probably would have been done racing a few years ago now. I could never, I could never afford what, what he gives me is it's crazy you know i the only downfall is i wish i was 25 years old and and could have the shit that he gives me now we probably could have been a little bit better i don't know so that actually brings up my next question harry um this is all hypothetical obviously but uh you now have got this is this is all i'm starting the question you now have got out of the driver's seat <laughs> but you still own the car. You have to pick one younger driver to fill your seat. Who do you pick and why? Driving style, desire to win, or just a wheel man? In what? Sprint cars? I, I'm assuming so because that's what you'd currently be in. So yeah. I'm going to go with sprint cars. Well, you might as well do late models too, but I would just say sprint cars for now. Uh, In the... Non-wing car would be between you and Cam, because you're <laughs> just as crazy as Cam is. <laughs> I mean, I ain't shit you. I can't. I can't drive like you guys can. And in the, the wing car, I'd probably put Gunner in there because Gunner or Chase Vibra, because them them two young guys are awfully good. Yeah, that's uh, my late model. I don't know. I'd probably put uh, Giassi in there. Probably no. That's some good, good picks. picks. <laughs> you, you literally just picked like the whole built two crew. Appreciate yeah, that, Harry. <laughs> well, well, no, I yeah. You, you, I mean, Gunner's good in a sprint car. He just never. What the hell? You run a couple of years, one year, whatever the hell it was. 
Yeah, uh, he had three sixty two, <laughs> I guess. So did he? Yep. Yeah. In uh, twenty. 20- oh shit! You guys never tell me this stuff here. I think you're rookies <laughs> like me, and I I find out you got all this experience. Well, Harry, just like the intro said, you're kind of a legend. We get a little nervous. Oh sure, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ! If you'd have told me that earlier, I'd have been no been so nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> you tell your grandpa though i still love him but i i know i'm pissed off that i know you got experience right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we got another uh hypothetical here but um you know you've raced at a lot of tracks over the years um but if you were gonna if you're gonna kind of piece together a track so as far as like the actual track and then the pits or just kind of piece it all together. What, what components from what tracks would you take and put into your track? Well, I'll tell you what, there, there isn't a track around that's as nice as Cedar. Right. Uh, as far as, uh, ground and stuff, I don't know. Uh, Olgaby is pretty nice. Yeah. True that. You know, they got a, They've got a pretty nice setup there where you can go in the, you know, they probably got one of the better places for a guy to go and watch and you can go in the VIP booth or up in the bar. I mean, they got it, you know, for our tracks around here. Right. But, uh, I don't think, I don't think anybody could ever beat the Cedar Lake Speedway. I just, you know, I, I, I love every racetrack I run on. Like I've run around. Proctor and Superior and Hibbing, you know, Grand Rapids. I mean, I've been on a ton of tracks, and, and I'm not slamming anybody because it takes a lot of work to, to run any kind of racetrack, you know. Right. I mean, I've been to Menominee. I've been to Menominee when it's in pouring rain all day, and then poor bastards go out there with them big tractors, and they do everything they can to get the track worked in. I mean, and they do a good job, but I mean, I don't me the fastest track and the greatest track is cedar lake yep i I think it's just perfect because of the the banking and everything and maybe it's just because it's such a what do you want to call it a legend of a track or something or i don't i don't know what you want to say but it's like going to bristol probably right (laughs) you know i mean it is it's definitely some good answers i say there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with the concession stands either. Jesus Christ, I get the, I get that green chili burrito, green looking thing burrito. Yeah, you and it, bet. I'm up all night after I eat one, but it's <laughs> freaking awesome. Them you damn know? things are good. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't go to Cedar Lake without having one of them. But, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I mean, all the tracks do great. I mean, like I say, I I, I like the Olgaby just because they they got it. They do have a very nice facility. You know, I mean, in Proctor and these tracks are, you know, they're all fairborn runs, so it's hard to to get money to update shit, you know, and stuff. I mean, most of these tracks around here that we race at, they could they could use some updates, but you know, money talks. I mean, and you can't right you can't do nothing without money. You know? Right. Yep. All right. Harry, we want to get into some two-minute questions. We're going to fire them off quick. you got to answer as quick as you can. Um, you know, I've had a few gins already. Well, that's why I think this is going to be the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. 
We're going to try for a straight two minutes. Answer as fast as you can. Uh, okay. What is the most annoying sound to you? Them B-mods. Not B-mods, them bomber cars. What do they call them? Hornets? Hornets? Hornets, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, what shoe do you put on first, right or left? Right. Uh, unusual place that you've been to. Uh, Emo, Ontario. What's your, uh, if you could have one dinner, what would it be? Lobster. Oh, what's your customized license plate say? Uh, mine says H Hanson seven. My wife says Mrs. Seven. So he does have customized plates. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, what's your favorite beverage? Probably gin tonic. Okay. <laughs> Secret Anything talent. Anything that's drinkable. <laughs> huh? Secret talent. Karaoke. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Favorite song to karaoke to? Uh, I got you, babe. Oh, gosh. I, I just <laughs> picked you share. and Vicky. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get a He's sample? Over to give me a handstand. Yeah, you think you could say, I mean, you got quite a few gin and tonics. You think we could get a little sample of that karaoke? Uh, let's see. What, what, I got you, babe? Well, sure. <laughs> Why not? Okay. I got you to hold my hand. I've got you to understand. <laughs> I got you. I won't let go. I got you to love me so. How's that? That, that was, was amazing. Great. <laughs> hey, we want a Kevin Eater Harry Hansen remake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we do yeah. need a Kevin Eater Harry <laughs> Hansen. <laughs> Were you there when you seen that one? I wasn't there, but I know I know Kevin Eater pretty well, and after hearing that, you guys are majestic. Yeah, me and him won a hundred bucks at Ogilvy for the <laughs> the karaoke concert, but it was at Get Low by Little John. <laughs> <laughs> and I came up with the song. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> get low, get low, get the window. To wow! All right, we better stop you there. <laughs> All right, guys, yeah, the rest gets pretty bad. Yeah, we don't want to finish that. The rest of that one. Out. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, back to the two-minute questions. <laughs> All right. Uh, best race track or best race track that you've ever been to? Uh, Cedar Lake. Um, oh boy, favorite food. Favorite food, steak. Texas Roadhouse or Outback? Oh, Roadhouse. What is the most Canadian thing that you say? Hey. Hey. <laughs> Is there any other Canadian thing? <laughs> I don't know. Well, they think we're from Canada when we live up northern Minnesota. Yeah, aren't you just across the river? Yeah, pretty close. It's only like 50, 75 miles. <laughs> Most money you've ever been paid for a race? Uh, 10 grand. Most money you've ever won in a casino? <laughs> uh, for me? Probably four hundred bucks. Nice. That's they just lost my ass in Vegas, and now you got to bring it up. Uh. 
<laughs> My bad. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Thanks. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Just put a little more medicine on the fucking wound here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is the first car you did a burnout in? A burnout? Yep. First car. Uh, or vehicle, I should say. Probably a 62 Pontiac Le Mans. Oh, I just... I was in Galveston, Texas, and I'm pretty sure I seen one almost exact to that year. Was it red? Nope. <laughs> no, it oh. was tannish. Oh, yeah, then it wasn't mine. It was beautiful. Uh, mine's probably a scrapier bike. <laughs> Harry, who I actually uh... burned it off where I actually had a flat tire on it when I got done. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good burnout. Uh, yeah, well, brake locking, of course. You know. Wow, well, can't do it the right way. No, well, I tried it with a sprint car and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harry, who's who's your favorite uh, World of Outlaw sprint car driver? Uh, right now, right. Gravel. Okay. Was that just because he won last or yesterday? No, not because no, I I was. <laughs> He was a pretty good driver. I, I liked when he won that uh, Knoxville race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's definitely good. Well, that'll wrap up the yeah. two-minute questions, Harry. Um, okay. It was really good. I mean, it'd be pretty hard to get this much time at the racetrack with you. So definitely appreciate you coming on. Uh, I'm sure the fans will love well, to I hear make, the story. I can always make any kind of time at the racetrack. Yeah, <laughs> as long as the cooler is full and the freaking guy that wins a feature maybe brings you a damn beer. There you go. Yeah, you know, actually, when you won the feature that night, you didn't bring me a beer either. Yeah, I I know. We got to uh, work I, on that. You get, you did actually give me a hug, but I picked, more I than picked you up Gunner right off the ground. Yeah, you did. Gunner didn't even, he didn't even hug me or nothing. Oh come on! <laughs> I picked him up right off the ground, and I'm. <sighs> And I'm kind of a huggable kind of guy. He is. <laughs> Get that smile yeah. when he comes you know, walking right. up to you. I think my favorite's yeah. when he forgets his hat before the interview. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't look good without a hat. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> it's he got that wild look, you know. Even my wife looks at me. Like, Put your hat on, quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harry, tell uh, Pat and Vicky hello for us. Uh, appreciate you coming on, and can't wait hello. to see you. You're hollering back here. Yep. yep. <laughs> Love you too. Give her a hug for me. Really? Yeah, give her a hug. <laughs> I will. I'll I would have gave a you a hug too. You would not. You owe me a beer, and so does Gunner. Jeez, <laughs> is that all we got out of this entire podcast? Was we both owe you a beer? I believe because when you kick my ass as bad as you guys did, you owe me a beer for it. <laughs> Ten you know, I'm supposed to be the legend here, not the not the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Definitely appreciate okay. being able to race with you. So thanks for coming on, Harry. We'll see you soon. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Gunner. Thanks, Blake. Uh, hey, you... Gunner, are you going to race again, or what the hell's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see. As of right now, probably not. But Well, how the hell am I going to finish? In sprint cars, if you ain't racing, well, that's a good question. I need uh, I need some sponsor money <laughs> like you got. 
<laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to your grandpa yeah. <laughs> do that for me <laughs> hey harry before All you right, go well, say hi to, say, before you go harry you want you want to thank your sponsors real quick yeah i got well actually i just gotta thank pat capella uh my wife vicky she's she's actually the biggest sponsor i got <laughs> and uh grp and liquid larry's and badger extubating and uh four corners uh convenience store there we four. go check them places out people yeah check them out yeah they're most of them came on last year i think they felt sorry for me for some reason <laughs> <laughs> but greg's a good greg's a good guy he's a lot, he's a lot of fun to bs with but. he sure is but uh, yeah but uh I can't wait to see you guys again and and race with you. Hopefully, you both guys race. I'm. I'll be there. I want to kick both you guys' butts. You know oh, here we go. You're kind of short to be <laughs> stepping you know, in Gunner, those shoes. I, well, I I owe Gunner a, a race here because <laughs> he beat me the last time out and he never came back, so he didn't give me a chance to come back on him. I think we need to keep it that I way. I already told it. I told his grandpa that too. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, anyway, yeah, Harry. have a good time and uh, hey, good luck on that Thunder Hill Speedway. You'll yeah, be you'll be there that. watching. You know you will. If if you have another race, don't in, or a practice session. Don't invite Blake. Maybe you should have a like a really nice black car down there this time. Yeah, oh. we'll have to. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey, we'll put the wing on it. We'll have the wing on it. How's that? Yes, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All see right. you soon, Harry. All right. Hey, great job, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks thank for you, having Harry. me on. You yeah. bet. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, son. Boom. Harry Hansen, karaoke. That was good. Legendary. I think that might have been my favorite part. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> now we got to get Kevin Eater to sing the rest of that. We should. We hey. should get Kevin Eater on here. By the way, do you know Kevin Eater is in Captain Insano Coloring Book? Really? Yep. Huh, I did not know that. Well, now you do. Perfect. Speaking right, of that, folks. we probably have some more news that we could share with the folks. I suppose. Let's do it. Let's hit the button and see what happens. Time for the news. The Bill 2 News. Otherwise known as screenshots Blake's got on his phone. Powered by Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks. Here's Gunner and Blake with the news. The news, the news is happening. Here's the news. Let me get my screenshots out real quick once. Episode 22, Phenomenal Harry Hansen. That was good. It was great. We actually have a, uh, as far as news goes, we've had a listener in on this the whole time. We have. Our good buddy, Zach Whittles. <laughs> He's the guy with the porn stash. He drives a van. None of that's true except for the porn stash part. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Uh, I have some notes because I was gone last time. Nothing too important. Um... But did you see Scott Bloomquist's car? Uh, wow, I did not. A little Jeff Gordon action going on. Yeah. So you guys go check that out on his racing page. Uh, all-time feature win leader. Number one. Cedar Lake Speedway. Who is it? Oh, it's Rick. Rick Eggersdorf. Pat How many Dorf. wins he's got? 77. Ooh. Pat Dorf, 56. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Nesbitt, 55. Jimmy Mars sitting fourth. 
with 54. And Lance Matthews finishing it out. Boom. 45 wins. Dang. That's big. Oh, yeah. Reitzel, unstoppable. Yes. That was, I mean, that's a while ago, but. Did you uh, happen to see the David Gravel Brad Sweet battle? Best battle I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Whittles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and Whittles actually watched the replay last night. Um, Kyle Larson taking home a win. Hello. Yep. He's on our podcast again. Ooh, Chase, Mr. Chase Elliott. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. He checked off the Chili Bowl, checked off the Rolex 24, checked off USAC Midgets, and now... It's Bristol, baby. Bristol, baby. Uh, One thing I wanted to bring up, thought this was pretty cool because we all know, well, we know Austin Lloyd. Right. Great announcer, lot of energy, sweet hat. He actually got sponsored a hat, if you didn't know. Whoa. Yeah, he got sent a hat. Who's, for, Aust- who's Austin Lloyd again? For, well, now he works for, I believe it's Flow Racing. Ah, yep. But he was at Husets. I mean, that'd probably be the last yep. time you've heard him. Yep. Um, His little town down there in the Iowa Racing News did an article on him. Really? Yeah, so find Austin Lloyd on Facebook and read that article. It's pretty, pretty sweet. Um, let's see. Bacon Hoffman Auto Racing entering the Little Five Hundred. Brady Bacon. Whoa, Little Five Hundred. This one was cool. Jessica Frazier, wife of Stuart, or sorry, not Frazier. Why do you say that? Friesen. Yes. The wife of Stuart Friesen, she is going to attempt to run a truck at the dirt race of Bristol. She uh, she does strap in a car, too, on the dirt. So see how that goes. East Coast people. Did you, uh, I don't know if you saw, but last night or, I don't know, one of the nights I seen a shared post, but old Steve Arpin was quick time yeah. in the mods mm-hmm. at Bristol. Did you see the rundown of that, though? I did. Arpin won. Strickler too. Who better? Hometown boy Michael Truscott coming in third. Was it? Boom. Well, yeah, I think so. And then one of the um sessions that Drake Troutman, he was second. Drake. He's he's been kind of crushing it. Mm-hmm. Did you watch some of the videos from the mods though? Uh I may have seen like one or two on Facebook. Jeez fast they're moving did you see uh brandon shepherd and ricky weiss in the late models though wow moving i can't wait till they uh get a sprint car on there <coughs> sorry she'll not she'll get the win that was at magnolia yep and then obviously what we just talked about uh head on over to red cedar speedways facebook page they are looking for you on Wednesday, March 17th, for the Dunn County Board of Supervisors. Yes. Vote whether to allow the Red Cedar Racing Association to open. So, I don't know if you... Can you do this online? I mean, there's, or do you... There's emails. Uh, you can state okay. So, you need to go to Red Cedar Speedway Facebook page, click on the link... 
and email every damn supervisor on that list. Every one of them. Just take the freaking time and do it because Red Cedar needs to be open again because I I just I do not like how long they've already shut it down and it just kind of shows what could possibly happen if we don't get this sucker up and running. Here's the deal. Nobody's going to say it. I will say it. But they're using COVID to keep the racetrack closed. Right, because it's what they've wanted forever because apparently you can build a house next to a racetrack and then bitch about the noise. Even though the racetrack's been there for 40, 50 years. It's a years. freaking landmark. <sighs> it's frustrating. As you can tell, Gunner and I both do not feel the same way about any of this, and we didn't even get a little bit mad. Nope. <laughs> In other news... <laughs> The 17th annual toilet bowl goes to Tanner English. Oh. Did you see the trophy? No. It's an actual toilet. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to win one of those now. Never will, but you get a race one. again. According to Harry, you're pretty much just a toilet bowl. <laughs> Apparently. Harry's got some good one liners. Yeah. Gin and tonic, folks. Do it before any every interview. <laughs> It'll make it better. That was pretty good. I like it the karaoke. Um, I feel like if we do that party at, at Cedar Lake when we get to the sandbox. Yeah. I think karaoke should be taken over by Eater and uh, Mr. Yeah, Hansen I think himself. so. Folks, well, if you ever get down to Cedar Lake, you walk up to that number seven Harry Hansen trailer. It's the old guy with the mustache. Handlebars. I forgot to ask him how many wins his mustache has got. No, I was just thinking. Go ahead. My mic's falling apart. Um, that That's fine. I added the new intro over my old outro music. So? So now, I don't know what we're going to do. We have outro music. Remember? Let's push some buttons. You Don't you remember? What? We have outro music coming. What is it? Oh, yeah, but not yet. So, everybody, thank you for listening. Appreciate your support. Follow Built to Media Podcast on Facebook. Send us some love. Um, yeah. Yeah. We appreciate all the listeners. Check out Anderson Racing on Facebook, too. We got some uh, sweatshirts going to be getting sent out. Got a whole box of them. This is big. Blacklight Creative intros news all the buttons yeah i mean can we just play that news thing again real quick time for the news the built two news otherwise known as screenshots news. blake's got on his phone powered by liquid nitro energy drinks here's gunner and blake with the news yeah yup thank okay. you guys for listening episode 22 is in the books we'll get you some more goody goods coming up next week this is how we're gonna end Goodbye, everybody. Bye.